fresheners bringing that get fresh feeling across America. Nice, nice. It's still a solid, solid little jingle, you know? For all you stanky asses out there. I mean, it sounds like you spent a million dollars on this thing. Yeah. How much are we getting for this? It, uh, it better be at least half of that. I we mean, don't disclose our financial um, transactions oh, okay, publicly. Okay. I do think, though, that they might benefit from a more urban track, you know? Something for the homies. Yeah. For the so, essays. <laughs> not no. for black people. No. No, no, no. No. Uh, no, for everyone. For everyone who likes the hip-hop. Could you lay me down a beat? I think I could. Let, let, let's let's see, see what this sounds like right here. All right. Hey. Rolling down the street in my 9-4. Oh, man, I got to think of a better... I got to think of a better rap than that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Warming up. Okay, here's the thing, people. We're not drinking beer today because it's 10 a.m. Yes. And we, we're just Thursday. On, uh, it's Thursday. The <sighs> day before 420 to all my smokers out there. I yeah. know y'all are out there. Okay, okay. Let's drop the beat. Rolling down the street in my non-foe. I, did, hey. I just got out the gym smelling like... Goddamn. Awful. Awful. I'm just not... Maybe you can rap. Um, all right. Now, um, let's see. Fuchil up in this bitch. Fuchila, uh, let's see. Fuchila. What rhymes with? Fu- this is the we're giving y'all an insight into the, the 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 creative, creative process. process. It's not yeah. all yeah. gold. It's not all yeah. platinum. This is how yeah. it starts. I'll be the hype man. Yeah. Kendrick didn't just win the Pulitzer by just you know magically coming up with it. It was years of hard work, years of a lot of shitty uh, um, tracks that. Um, yeah, that, he threw etc. Etc. Et hard drives, gigabytes, terabytes, terabytes of, of shit of bad yeah. shit. All right, so you this is a little peak right now. Yeah. So we're, we're trying to um, make our own version of our yeah. sponsor, Fuchila Fresheners. Yeah, we should get to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe Ruben, if you're uh, listening, Fuchila Fresheners, maybe consider this as the next jingle. Y'all yeah. ready for this shit? Yeah. Wait, there we go. Fuchila. What rhymes with Fuchila? Axila. There we go. Fuchila. When your axilla is feeling nasty, it's straight. Fuck. Wakala. Wakala, bitch. Fuchila for the axilla. Cuando esta wakala. Oh, oh, oh. It's good for the axilla. It's good for the rampala. Hey, if anything, these beats are dope. Yeah, the the the, the lyrics, the the message needs a little work. Yeah, yeah. But we're, I think the the music is there, so at least yeah. we have the foundation at the yeah. very at the very and least. We're we're, we're on to something here. But basically, if you if you're smelling in any way, if you got some stank in your car, if you got some stank in your axilla, that would be your armpit. Um, FuchilaFresheners.com. Go there. Desmadre eighteen promo code get ten no. Get 25% off your order of $10 or more, or go to our iTunes podcast page, leave a quick comment and a five-star review, and you may be selected to win a prize pack of three Fuchila Fresheners. Damn. Yeah. We should have just done that at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Call the police, bitch. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, here. I'm driving down my car. Uh, what did I do, officer? Sir, sir. Uh, pl- um, can you please um, take your registration out? Uh, why? What did I do? Uh, you smell like shit. I can smell it from uh, from my from, oh, my, from my cruiser. Man. You know the thing is, I'm waiting in the mail for the Fuchila Fresheners to come in, officer. Wrong answer. <laughs> 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 this thing just makes everything better. Like, you know, if you're having, you know, our next podcast is just gonna be pure sound effects. We don't even have to yes, talk. Yeah. We're just not funny. This this. Keyboard is better than we are, than anything creatively that... (laughs) (laughs) Do a silent film. (laughs) You're like, huh? Oh, man. This fucking coffee is not working. I think, you know, we got bamboozled by Starbucks, just like they're bamboozling everyone. (laughs) We we went to Starbucks. We did. We just got back. um, I don't think we were going to admit it on air, but... Of course we were. We did small coffee. I got a small coffee. I got a, a short latte. It's delicious. It I saw two black people there. Yeah. They I looked too. like they were fine. Yeah. Not the- <laughs> I mean, now I'm sure all the uh, employees at Starbucks are... Um, you think fucking- they're giving people like free like shit? Like, yeah. Sir, yeah, here's sir. Here's like a $500 yeah, okay. gift certificate. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. That's pretty fucked up, though. Yeah. Where did, it happened in Philadelphia, right? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, my first thought was like, I mean, I I, I guess, you know, I don't know. I'm not black, so I'm not going to be treated a certain way. Yeah. Um, I typically, if I go to a Starbucks, I do order something. I don't, I, I guess I have gone to work on yeah. just to sit down and like yeah, get yeah. the internet or whatever. Yeah. But... I guess I typically order something, so it's yeah. I've never actually put myself in that situation. Have, do you ever go and not pay? Uh, yeah, but I feel you've like... taken a lot of free shits there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I think it does have to do a lot with uh, appearance, you know, yeah. and whatever. Um, wh- whoever the fuck is uh, uh, working at the time, it's just kind of based on whatever the fuck their like prejudices and their biases. So. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, we kind of look like the typical Starbucks customer for better or for worse. You mean like a double latte? Yeah. Although we're no, not... I think the typical Starbucks customer is like, if I had to say, if I had to just say one, it's like a, it's like a moderately overweight middle-class white lady. Yeah. Um, I well, know. I guess what I meant was that we're non-threatening. <laughs> Damn, and... dude, I thought I'd look pretty, pretty tough. I don't know. Yes, we look like fucking hipsters who are there to drink coffee. Definitely. Um, so. so, yeah. So, I feel like uh, a lot of people are, I don't know, fucking But what do these guys look people. like? They, come saw, in they, like look, they also look like fucking, from what I recall right now, just like black hipster looking dudes. Yeah. It's not like they rolled in there with like, you know, you know, with sporting colors and like, yeah, you know, yeah. like... I don't know. Like it does have I'll, to do with the because I was just thinking um, when I go to Starbucks and you see like homeless people walk in, yeah, like the employees like start shaking their head. They're like, "Fuck, what do we do? How are we gonna get this motherfucker out?" And I guess does it depend on um, the whatever the company's like rules are? You know, because they can refuse service to people, right? Yeah, yeah, and then you know they have to reserve that right because yeah, you could get some real scumbags coming into a Starbucks mm-hmm. and you want to get rid of them. I mean, yeah. So you can't say like, oh, you can't kick anybody out. So there's always going to be room for error, I guess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so yeah, this is this is pretty stupid. It's like it's more like a power trip sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, people who don't have a lot going in their lives, they. That's why I'm always tripping about people who work at like a retail or in the in the food industry and they act like assholes like i understand that it's not the best job in the world but you know there's other shit in your life you can read a book you know maybe uh listen to some music and fulfill whatever fucking um insecurities that you may have and not take it out as a fucking starbucks manager you could take some classes at trump university to yeah. increase your you know your employment potential <laughs> yeah. that'd be going in the other way if you went there. It would, this is this would be what the action that this manager took would be applauded by trump university true true <laughs> true 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 but yeah everybody's like i guess they're gonna close down for an afternoon and yeah what does that training look like yeah that's weird yeah i don't i'm like, not what are you sure. gonna do it's like the did you ever watch that office episode where they do the, oh yeah the racial <laughs> That shit is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And well, I, you know, the guy who used to be the attorney general, Eric Holder, he now does like consulting of some sort in uh-huh. this space. And supposedly he's helping like design the the training Sorry. in some way. Nice. You having fun there? Jesus. What are you doing? I'm trying to add some color to this. <laughs> I'm Eric Holder. And <laughs> yeah. I approve this message. Okay, guys. Um, we're here for the uh, Starbucks racial sensitivity training. Oh, I like this. Imagine yourself. You're in Jamaica, man. Too young. No, it's like those um, <laughs> like feel-good like infomercials or like, uh, you know, it's like, today, we're talking about racial diversity. <laughs> Black people are not threats. Neither are Mexicans, Jews, or Asians. That's and it. That's we're done. You gotta say. We're done. <laughs> and we're done. Everybody get back to work, motherfuckers. Oh, shit, the police. <laughs> They're here. Everybody Run if you're black or motherfuckers. Get back to work. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't, I don't, I mean, this, this is, you know, it's not really a Starbucks. This is the thing that everybody, a lot of, a lot of people said. It's not really a Starbucks problem because this happens everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been like fucked around with an, at a store or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Definitely, especially, again, I think it has to do with your appearance. If yeah. you're non-threatening, then you don't. Like, you, I've you, always said... You may look like a chipster, but you also look like a shoplifter. Exactly, because yeah, so. I have long hair and kind of a dirty mustache. 
So I can tell people be like, this dude's going to steal something, maybe molest a child in the store. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody keep it on his hands. Everybody keep it on his hands. Make sure they don't uh, go below the belt. Um, yeah, I can. I feel like I can uh, kind of distinguish whether based on what I'm wearing or um, how I look at a given time. If you go in with like some Daisy Dukes, you yeah. get a lot of good looks. I've always said that if it, I was like a hot white chick, I would just steal all the time because no one's checking you. No one's... Yeah. No, you just do whatever you want, and you more or less will not get caught if you're not if you're somewhat smart about it. Kellyanne Conway, exactly. Well, maybe back in her in her day, uh, back in the day, she may have been <laughs> less like the crypt keeper. <laughs> <laughs> what if uh, what if you were uh, looking for directions and knocked on someone's door? Yeah, that's another, another fucked, fucked up shit up that happened to black street. people. <laughs> he says, yeah. So this kid, I guess he's fourteen, African American, and yeah. where was he? I think it's Detroit, some Detroit. suburb in Detroit. Yeah. He got um, lost. He missed his bus. He missed his bus, yeah. And he wanted directions. Yep. And he knocked on a random person's door, and they fucking shot at him. Yeah. They thought he was breaking in. Exactly, which is, again, appearance. You know, the, I guess what happened was that the the wife, the hysterical fucking crazy wife, ran to her, to her husband and told her that there was someone trying to rob, there was a black person trying to rob uh, their house. And then he came out with the shotgun and shot at him. The safety was apparently on. That's why I missed. <laughs> the dude like came out like Yosemite Sam. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> How did that guy sound? I forget what Yosemite. I actually don't remember. That's been a minute since I've thought of. But that's a good uh, <laughs> characterization. Of this fucking dumbass. Unfortunately, he knocked on Yosemite Sam's door. Yeah, and, and his uh, hysterical wife. He, 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 he came out and ah, uh, oh, geez, now we gotta wait for this whole ad. But yeah, I mean, what's fucked up is that I mean, I don't the I think the guy is gonna be charged, you know, with a fucking Yosemite Sam is gonna be charged. Yeah, with an yeah. assault charge. Yeah, and but what about his wife? Because it sounds like his his fucking wife was the hysterical. Like, what would you do if your wife you fucking like came up to you and said that you were being robbed? You know, like um, because this dude, you know, he's obviously a piece of shit. But yeah, he's uh, acting on like, oh shit, we're getting uh, robbed. So he grabs his shotgun. But at that point, you should have enough emotional intelligence and sort of like situational awareness to fucking. <laughs> Did the guy look like Bugs Bunny? Uh, he just looks like an old white dude. He's like an old, like fifty-year-old, <laughs> like fifty-five-year-old ex-firefighter. Bad joke. Um, I don't know what I would do, dude, because it's crazy when you're, I mean, it, but the thing was, it was, it was in the middle of the day. Yeah. And he could see the kid. Yep. yep. And the kid wasn't like breaking the door down. He's a he 14 just, year old he's kid. He's just knocking on the door. Yeah. Right. And I've been in a situation, I told, I think I told the story before where I thought somebody was breaking into the house in the middle of the night. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, and it was actually Larissa coming home. Yeah. And I was asleep and I got up and I started like, I was like, who is it? And she was like, uh, it's me. And I was like, no! <laughs> I was like, stop! <laughs> and like, I picked up the remote and I pointed it at her. So see, I don't even have a gun in the house. Yeah. And I, re- I wanted to shoot her. Yep. And I, but I was half asleep. Right. And I was, and like we live in the woods too. But anyway, uh, I, w- I don't know, man. I, I mean, if, like, if, it w- if, it, if it was the middle of the night and we heard a noise yeah. and Larissa was like, somebody's trying to break in. Yeah. I mean... I don't have a gun, so I really couldn't do that. I couldn't do shit, honestly, other yeah. than, like, hide. Exactly, Which yeah. is probably the best thing to do. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, hopefully they're just coming in to steal, and they're not going to come in and, like, you know, do anything to you. But, I mean, this was in the middle of the fucking day. You don't yeah. fucking shoot a shotgun at somebody. And really, you don't really need to... Sh- you don't need to shoot at someone. Yeah. You could just pretty much... Especially if they're outside your house right. and they ring the doorbell. If someone's going to rob your house, they're not going to ring the fucking doorbell. Right. They may, to maybe if they have some elaborate plan, but... Right. All you you've sh- got to do is, like, show yourself in the window with the gun. Yeah. And they'll run away. Yeah. Not that that's the right thing to yeah. do now anyway, but all you got to do is brandish a gun and people will typically get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I mean... the I think the best slash worst part of this fucking story is that... This fool tried to, I guess, lie to the cops and say that, you know, that there actually was an intruder. But then his own security system did him in. He tried to go against his own, like, home security. So the cops, like, asked the kids some questions and they're like, did this happen? And then obviously the kid's story is the one that actually matches with the actual fucking surveillance. So <laughs> I don't know how fucking stupid do you have to be to, like, go against your own goddamn, like, surveillance, your own home security system. He didn't system. understand that it, like, 
Yeah. How old was the guy? I think he's 55 in his mid 50s oh i see so um kudos to, i mean that's what sucked that's why i said it's also the worst because had there not been this video footage like who would we be believing or who would how would this story be playing out or if this kid had actually gotten shot yeah um i guess the video would have still been there but yeah this is just this yeah, is super frustrating this is know? totally yosemite sam yeah he's like <laughs> I, I looked up yosemite sam sayings <laughs> wrap them you should wrap them Aha! Now I gotcha, you fur-bearing critter. <laughs> now all you skunks clear out of here. Here's another one. Okay, rabbit, you forced me to use force. Mm, there you go. Yeah, so change all the skunks and the rabbits to, to black people. To black <laughs> and people you have Yosemite Sam. And you have basically, yeah. Uh, Start walking, you doggone long-eared galoot. Yeah. <laughs> now get that flea bit... G- Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think Yosemite Sam probably was racist I, yeah. like the actual the character. Yeah. And back in the day, they wrote out shit and they didn't think about uh Yeah. Now get that flea-bitten carcass off my real estate. <laughs> whoa, whoa. So long, sucker. Wow. Say yeah. your prayers, varmint, dead rabbits, tell no tales. Exactly. This guy was a savage. Yeah. Yosemite Sam. It's too violent for... For today's, today's kids. kids, wow! Need someone a little more woke, less. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's totally trying to blast this poor rabbit. Yosemite it's, Sam, I thought always had like a Napoleon complex for sure, because he's like a little totally, like a little ball of hair, red hair. <laughs> <laughs> Man, all right. Well, you know, be careful knocking on doors, people. I, yeah, I don't know. Especially like, in white suburban areas, people love. They, I mean, that's why suburbs suck, man. I fucking grew up in them myself, and. It's, you know, what my parents want, uh, could afford and, you know, they got their own house or whatever, but they're pretty, like, they're just so monotonous, you know, everything's the same. There's no real, like, I guess I'm, th- I'm talking sp- slightly off topic, but like new development, sort of suburban planned, housing. Planned uh, yeah. developments, kind of like the the track houses. The yeah, ones yeah. That, like they're all built by the same company. Exactly. Yeah. The houses kind of look the same. Um, um, but what's cool about the suburb that I grew up in, I guess, was like all sort of new development and it was all like minorities. So that was kind of tight. It was all, you know, people like, I assume, like my parents or my mom and my dad separately. Yeah. Who, um, you know, yeah, are just. Yeah, there's a lot of black but, kids in your neighborhood. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. And like a lot of Mexicans and uh, like Asians. Yeah. But uh, I digress. It's funny because. Shout out think, to Forward, Texas. I think about it like as a suburb over there. I guess it kind of is. Yeah, I like actually. I really like the the neighborhoods here in the Bay Area for what it's worth. Like here in San Jose, because they're like, older. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. look seem more of like neighborhoody Authentic. and uh, now my neighborhood. Yeah, my neighborhood's dope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like there's neighbors. more <laughs> out in the woods. <laughs> but um, shout out to all the suburban brown and black kids, minorities who are trying not to get shot by fucking Yosemite Sam characters in your neighborhood. Yeah, remember? What didn't that didn't in that in your neighborhood there was an incident with a cop like smacking down a kid? Yeah, in Dallas or no Fort no, Worth? It was in, in Fort Worth. It was like yeah. up the street from your mom's house, forget, your mom's old yeah. house, right? I can't even remember the name. I feel bad, but yeah, there there was some shit that happened. It was a cop, right? Yeah, yeah. A cop who? Like, oh, it was like a kid who got uh, into an altercation with his neighbor. Yeah, and then the cop like ended up arresting the kid. But anyways. Uh, let's talk about some uh, cool shit that's happened in the black community now that we're on topic, sort of. That yeah. Ha- which is Mr. Kendrick Lamar winning a Pulitzer. Yeah, I didn't even know they gave Pulitzers for music. I'm fucking. Yeah, I didn't, so I didn't either, uncultured. actually. Yeah. Like, we were just like, oh shit. Because yeah. nobody, nobody's like, the, the, the Pulitzers don't have like the, the show, like the Emmys or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's a little more uh, refined yeah. than that, than simple capitalistic etc etc yeah so who who uh, actually gives the pulit what is pulitzer anyway i don't even know i i mean i know basically that like honoring excellence in journalism and the arts since uh a long time ago yeah it's like 70 years or something hmm. Hmm. all right so they give they give, these are the categories for pulitzers yep okay public service breaking news reporting Investigative reporting, explanatory reporting, local reporting, national reporting, 
international reporting, feature writing, commentary, criticism. We could have gotten that one. Editorial writing, editorial cartooning, breaking news photography, feature photography. Now, this is for letters, drama, and music. Fiction, drama, history, <laughs> biography, poetry, general nonfiction, music. That's it. There's literally just one for straight up music. Nice. Wow. Huh. Wow. Yeah, I saw the critic. Was that Jerry Saltz dude who's fucking hilarious on Instagram if you don't follow him? Oh, really? He's like an art critic for the New York Times. Um, But yeah, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, uh, do you think the Pulitzer judges had like a listening party for Dam? I, I mean, I just like imagine <laughs> in the, uh, the, um, uh, the actual... Um, meeting where they met to adjourn to like discuss this i guess there were three finalists right mm-hmm. one let's see his name is michael gilbertson whack <laughs> you have a, a bellow sound effect yeah. in that quartet i hear a little interlude while we look this stuff up that our internet connection is not very good here but basically, yeah. It, um, Let's see. It's a, it's actually yeah. I think it's like a year since the actual album came out, which is also kind of cool. Mm. Came out like in April of last year. Uh, he's not. Even, how are you gonna give a Pulitzer to an artist who's not even on Spotify? That's see. That's it. Yeah, there. It's usually like they're saying it's like the first non-jazz or classical album to be nominated. Um. um so that's kind of why I'm like whatever about it. In terms of the Pulitzer Prize, it just seems like a bunch of like elitist bullshit that doesn't actually like represent America as a whole, especially someone like Kendrick or the hip hop community or, you know, I could do that shit on my fucking keyboard right here. I can do it on my iPhone. Let's see. Let's see what this Michael Gilbertson is all about. This is not the exact one. This is the what? This is the uh, runner up to the music Pulitzer Prize, which Kendrick Lamar won. Oh, come this on. is not my um, my keyboard, by the way. <laughs> this is the... Uh, some what the guy. fuck is this? This is not even... Some composer, right? Michael oh Gibbertson. Oh, my gosh. We're, we're useless. We're fucking useless. Who was the other guy? Sound from the Bench by Ted Hearn. Um, what What was so unique about Damn that it put it here? Um, I think he, I mean, it just captures modern African-American life in a really fucking dope ass way. But didn't, um, put him on the glass. No, that didn't do that. Um, uh, didn't other albums do that? They, that's what I'm saying. I feel like there have been plenty of like hip hop and other genres that have, that have, you know, uh, reflected and, and, you know put out art or music that you know reflects the black experience you know i think kendrick is uh everybody loves him and he, his music is very like universal but it's also black as hell hmm. and, okay here's the other one um his name is ted hearn he's an artist from sorry. brooklyn nice and, of course uh, whack <laughs> whack so this is for the, the this is an album and this is the first. Whoa. What the fuck is going on? So this is the person who was up against Dam. Who... God damn it. See how out of touch these damn Pulitzer Prize judges are? See, what's tight, damn uses shit like this, but it's just like, it's more than just kind of elitist music bullshit. It uses jazz, it uses um, orchestra, fucking electric guitar. This sounds kind of tight, actually. Uh, some like Nine Inch Nails vibes. 
I don't know, man. This is this. You know, this guy's parents probably told him like so many times, like you could just be an accountant. Like, or maybe I feel like it's more like, oh, you can do whatever you want. Just express yeah. yourself, like do whatever. Yeah, it's probably um, really what happened. And dad like paid for his apartment for the last twenty years in Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I think you know does, that kind of begs the question I was thinking earlier, like whether really good art requires extreme suffering. <laughs> you know, would like would there be a Kendrick Lamar? Would there be a Dam without the fucking horrific plight of black people in this country? Hmm. Hmm. You know. Hmm. I uh yeah uh yes and no. I don't. <laughs> um. I don't know. Like, yeah. I think you have to be a little like uh, frustrated with the world, or you have to be like you have to have known a little bit of conflict in some way. Definitely. Yeah. Um. But it also depends on what sort of art you're making, because you can make art that's up just upbeat and like. You know, and not Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, no, nah, that dude's yeah. probably depressed as hell. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he is after he made that music. And he's <laughs> like, uh, did I deserve that money or whatever? But uh, I mean, yeah, it just depends what kind of art you know. Like, you could make like um, I don't know what kind of music is like. You know, you can make Rebecca Black's Friday, and yeah, yeah, you, you didn't have to come out of any struggle to do that. And yeah, you know, people listen to that. There's two different types, I guess. You yeah, can make Katy Perry sort of stuff, or you know, Taylor um, Swift. Taylor Swift. I, saw, I, heard, I don't want to get off topic. Keep going. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say that apparently there was like a, I don't know if you saw, there was a, a stalker that was arrested outside Taylor Swift's house with like Whoa. a fucking knife or some shit. Whoa. Um, Whoa. How, did, so, what, how long was he hanging out there? What I'm was not the sure. Deal? I just saw the headline. I was like, eh, I don't really care. Maybe So maybe that's like, <laughs> that's uh, that's her own struggle. Maybe she'll yeah. come up with something dope because of that. But yeah. I've always thought about that of... of Stalking Taylor Swift. Stalking Taylor Swift. Yeah. Because it is my dream as a Mexican American <laughs> to be with a blonde, tall, blonde, white woman. <laughs> hey, have you, you should go to, um, have you heard of this church that Je- uh, Justin Bieber's part of? Dude, Justin Bieber has been hilarious on his uh, social media recently. What is he doing? He's just on like a God trip. He's like, I want to tell y'all that God is all powerful and with God you can do anything and da 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 da. Well, you know what church he's part of, right? Nuh uh. There's this church called the Hillsong Church. What the fuck? And they started in Australia. Okay, the Hillsong Church is a global Pentecostal mega church. Great. Originating from Sydney, New South Wales. What the fuck? Which is affiliated with Australian Christian churches, the Australian branch of the Assemblies of God. Hillsong was founded in 1983, originally called Hills Christian Life Center in Balkham Hills, New South Wales, by Brian Houston and his wife, Bobby. The church is also known for its worship music. Worship music like Hillsong Worship, Hillsong United, and most recently Hillsong Young and Free. What the fuck? According to the church, over 100,000 people attend services each week at the church or one of its 80 affiliated churches located worldwide. Hmm. So um, Bieber's part of this, and there's a bunch of like like Selena Gomez and like all these people. They like go to uh, Hillsong in New York City, and they get like all turned up. Oh, look at this. Hillsong Young and Free was established in 2012 as a new branch of Hillsong's ministry. Hillsong Church has been successful at adjusting the musical style of their ministries to keep it up with changing musical trends. Damn, they hit the fucking jackpot with Justin Bieber. Hillsong Young and Free was launched to attract post-millennial youth worshipers. The style of music in this particular ministry reflects features of musical genres that are popular with this target demographic, including dubstep. And electronic music. That's fucking hilarious. We're in the wrong business. Yeah. We need to start a church. Yeah. This start is... making some money. Start fucking, uh, yeah, fucking contract fucking Cuco or some Caliucci, some Latin American star, and just start the new Catholic church and then start <laughs> stealing from all these post-millennials. We'll, we'll, we'll have, like, the new religion will have, like, the Virgen uh, Selena. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the, like the Virgen with like uh with a little bit of cleavage. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that sounded dirty. Yes, <laughs> that is a good idea. That's how, I didn't know that actually. You didn't hear about? You didn't know about Hillsong? Well, I, I no, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know about Hillsong, but I I did know Justin is like on some weird fucking God tip. Oh look, even the Kardashians like it. What the fuck? Where is Justin Bieber's Hillsong Church? Who is Pastor Carl Lentz? And which celebrities have attended services? God damn it. So, Hillsong, Sydney, Australia. I mean, this is only, you know, I'm sitting here trying to criticize, but this is natural. You know, humans want something like a church. And this is just the updated version of it. Do you know, they? They, 
Carl Lentz is one of the lead pastors at Hillsong, hanging out here. He's with, fucking ripped. He's fucking he's a young. <laughs> this guy like basically does like you know uh, a lot of hot chicks all the time. <laughs> he's banging all the the fucking uh, look at them. It's like all these selfies. God damn it! These are the Kardashians right here, right? Yeah. Wow. I love the meeting house in college. Hillsong has a large following of the young Hollywood crowd, including the likes of Chloe and Courtney. Stay away. As well as their half If you're listening, stay Kendall away. Kylie. Justin Bieber takes his girlfriends there to get the pastor's approval. What the fuck? <laughs> his ex girlfriend, Selena Gomez, and Haley Baldwin have also attended services. While high school musical veterans, Vanessa Hudgens, Haley Steinfield, and Nick Jonas have also gone. The church is also attended by Justin's manager, Scooter Braun, musician Bono. And basketball star Kevin Durant. No, 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 no. Uh, Brian Houston has been accused of covering up his father, Hillsong founder Frank Houston's child molestation crimes. There you have it. How do we get from Kendrick to Hillsong Church? Um, The other thing that's crazy about Hillsong I just learned is that apparently there's a... Have you ever heard of Gloria Jeans? No. Gloria Jeans is a coffee franchise that has over 1,000 coffee houses across 39 markets worldwide, including over 460 in Australia. They are owned by Hillsong. Hmm. So Hillsong is this big church, but they also own like basically the Starbucks of Australia, and that's how they make a shitload of money. Uh, that's what I that's what I heard anyway. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, in November 2010, uh, oh, funny, something like that. Maybe that's wrong, but Hill Song. <laughs> let's do a Hill. We're gonna have a whole fucking. Uh, I don't even know what you call that. But, I mean, like a sermon or a. I just imagine like all these people like hungover, or it's like it's like where you end up after partying all night. Yeah, and like. That- you're, you're that, just getting down off your high of whatever you fucking ingested the night before. Yeah. You fucking washed off the fucking that hoe juice off your fucking dick. Yeah. And you go to Hillsong. You're like, that's Pastor, what I've, forgive me because I fucking got turned last night. Let's listen to some more dubstep in the name of Jesus. That's what I feel is a good representation of what uh, Justin Bieber has been doing. Yeah. I, I feel like he, you know. It's what Mexican party. Catholics do too. Yeah, what everyone does. Yeah, it's just like What's you get difference? fucked up, and there's really no difference. Like that's what I'm saying. I think it's just like the updated version for like the you just said the fucking post millennial. Yeah. And how are they gonna get them to find a? Who was telling us that there's a Catholic church that has mariachis in the? Oh, that was me. I I went to uh, um, this Christmas. Oh, my right. girlfriend, she's from uh, the Rio Grande Valley. Yeah. And we went to. Um, I think that it's called Alamo. Uh-huh. Fuck, she's gonna get pissed. That I don't remember. I think it's uh, the church in Alamo or uh-huh. somewhere in around McAllen, has this big, really nice church, and they have fucking mariachis as part of the um, the nice. choir. And so it sounds the same amazing. Thing. Yeah, it's yeah, the same it is. Thing. Yeah, like a um, it, 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 I mean, it's, turned yeah, up version, dude. A turned up version, exactly. I wonder it's if all there's cultural. Any, I wonder if there's any Hillsong beats. Once again, this is not my. This is not my com- <laughs> com- composition. Oh, there's you, you go on to YouTube, you can look up Hillsong Dubstep Remix. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dubstep Hillsong. Here we go. Here we go. Came to my rescue, people. <laughs> oh, God, man. I'm, I'm feeling so fucking hungover. I feel <laughs> like I violated so many of my beliefs last night. But it's all going to be okay. It's going to be okay now. because Jesus is going to forgive me. Bieber is our uh, Christ. Thank you for coming to my rescue. You're my one and only. Hill song, dubstep, in your motherfucking face! Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> god damn. I already really, really hated dubstep. <laughs> so. All about worship. Yeah. All about worship. All about worship. If you're still listening, I commend you. Fucking awful. Uh, but yeah, back to the damn Kendrick fucking so tight. Oh my God. Fucking Man, we did go off on a tangent there. Uh, Woo. 
Man. But yeah, con- uh, what do you think he did with? The- Apparently, there's prize money. He got fifteen, fifteen really? k, a modest fifteen k. Fifteen k. He should have. He should have uh, rapped about that in the that Kings. I guess he didn't know. Like I got some like fifteen thousand from the Pulitzer, and I freaked it. What do you do with fifteen k? I, I mean, if it's, it's a good chunk of money, but yeah. it's not life changing. And it, I mean, maybe it could be life changing. I guess. But uh, what did he do with his fifteen k? Um. Ah. Uh, I probably didn't even notice it. Yeah. He's like, what? I, I it's didn't... more about, yeah, the, the, it's much more about like the prestige. Yeah. But the Pulitzer. Yeah. I still think it's hilarious to think of fucking 70 year old, like president of universities sitting down listening. They're like, if I got to slap a pussy ass, I'm going to make it look sexy. Do you think that they, they cut, you know, it, it was more about the musical, the composition? I think or was it, it was, about the message. I think it was both. Because, I mean, it's just the production is so tight of TDE. Mm-hmm. Of, Who's the actual producer? I'm not sure. I forget. I, I think his name is actually Top Top Dog. So, <laughs> his birth sure. name is Top Dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, First oh, name Top, so cute. last you, name Dog. Ma'am, what would you like to name your child? Uh, top Dog. dog. Por, por favor. Um. But, yeah, you know, I think uh, Los Angeles is obviously a fucking epicenter for hip-hop. And I think Kendrick's just basically like the golden child from that. Um, Anthony so, Top Dog Tiffith. Yeah. The album features production from a variety of producers, including EP and Top Dog Entertainment label head Anthony Top Dog Tiffith. Yeah. One of the songs was fucking allegedly recorded on an iPhone, like on GarageBand. Really? Um, wow. Oh, they got Bad Bad Not Good on there. Yep. That's right. Thundercat. The Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people on this shit. Wow. So yeah, I think it's definitely both. It's um, combination of production and the message of it sort of capturing the current moment as a African American from inner city Compton. I think they just gave it because like because of the music because they like heard some jazz in it and they yeah. were like, oh man, this yeah he finally exactly like, you know because because so, like, as a uh, good and sort of um, it is. Uh, what I've always really liked about like rap and hip hop is that it's always the best hip hop is always humorous in some way. And uh, it's never really like that's it's serious in some parts, but other parts you can say, I'm going to slap a pussy ass N word. I'm going to make it look sexy. Mm. You Mm. can say Mm. like wacky things. You can fuck around Mm. and yeah. Which is the best song? What's your favorite song on the album? Probably uh, lust, either lust or, this is so tight. Just and a romantic. Triple. I mean, it it features U2. That's how badass Kendrick is. Not this song, but the album triple features X. U2. It oh, has yeah. Rihanna I like this and U2. Yeah. So you may have thought U2 was washed, but, you know, Kendrick didn't think so. He fucking added him to a song. It's This song is really tight as well, actually. Not, yeah. Um, Do you think this is going to open it up for more artists of his ilk or different ilks to win the Pulitzer yeah definitely especially yeah. all those composers are like fuck we're never gonna win again <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> there's so much that shit's shit. played out yeah you know you know obviously much respect to composers and people who dedicate their lives nah, to being uh, musicians and wanting to do that but it's like that's just it just feels so narrow there's like only a certain group of of people that like kind of enjoy it and actually like consume it, uh, whereas Kendrick is just fucking super mainstream and really like dense, and there's actually substance to his shit, which is lacking, as we all know, in a yeah, lot dude. of uh, slob on his knob, <laughs> like <laughs> corn on the cob. Oh shit! Where's the fucking? There it is. Slob um, on his knob. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Kendrick. Um, I think they should give it next to uh, Los Tigres, is what I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's about time. Yeah, that's a crazy story. Yeah, that is. So, time. so this week it uh, it was uh, revealed that Los Tigres del Norte played two concerts at Folsom Prison, um, free concerts. Um, that and they played it in the yard, right? Yeah, it's, I saw like a couple of photos and stuff, but that's crazy. Yeah, it's tr- it's true progress. You know, we're being represented at the highest echelon of the American prison system. And uh, <laughs> 50 years ago, it was Johnny Cash with a bunch of white people, presumably. Now it's 
we're being represented in in motherfucking Folsom Prison. So hold you on. think? Oh, I, wait, wait. I, I kept <laughs> thinking that like maybe like all like because isn't there aren't there like a bunch of like white supremacists? Yeah, like, I was yeah. just thinking like what what do you think like the black inmates did or the white ones did? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what would the, the the white ones were probably like motherfucking being here or yeah. like they were just or maybe like, they like the accordion. They're like that sounds kind of tight actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's German, you know. <laughs> that accordion yeah. is derived from a German uh, polka. Yeah, that, that is my music. Um, but I guess there's like a ton of Mexicans and Latinos. In yeah, that didn't prison. the that report um, mention that a prisoner got to play accordion with them during a song? Really? Yeah, I didn't hear that. I think uh, there was I think there was like a conscious effort to sort of pay like homage to the John, the Johnny Cash thing. And uh, there was like a, he played like a Johnny Cash played a song that an inmate had written, uh-huh. and so the Tigres allowed some dude to. Um, to play the accordion with him. Oh, shit. Which is pretty really? cool. Which, Damn. you know, like, I think of the question that I think people ask generally is, you know, do prisoners deserve entertainment? Mm. Yeah. I mean, you're supposed to, re- they're, you, they're trying to, you're trying to rehabilitate them. You're not trying to fucking, like, you know, make them angrier. So yeah. When they come out, they want to shoot somebody. They're and, already fucked. They're already in there. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't go out. You can't, you That's know. a good point because I feel like that, most people like myself included sometimes is that you know you want to you don't really think of the american prison system as like a rehabilitation no. center it's more like you 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 know you get off when you think oh yeah you know larry nasser is gonna get raped in prison yeah. fuck yeah you know, i don't like, do that maybe you do that. <laughs> well i definitely do or you know think about it is like do i do i think larry nasser deserved to be fucking uh beat up and raped in prison yes i do but I don't want to necessarily not... like get off on that, or um, and that's a really extreme example because obviously yeah, right? that guy's you a huge fucking piece of me, shit. Dude. But I, I mean, theoretically, there are you know rapists and murderers that the Tigres just played to, and um, yeah, yeah, I think this is a this is much better in terms of the rehabilitation process, if you want to call it that, than you know hoping for fucking brutal like prison riots and all the shady shit that happens, all the the shows that spawn off of it yeah. that we're all so obsessed with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is definitely fucking super cool. So and Folsom Prison has <clears throat> 2,370 prisoners in there right now. And that is 15% over capacity. Shit. It's designed to uh, house 2,066 prisoners, but there's 2,370 and let's see what else uh, i'm trying to see like what the um what's it called the the uh like the the um like the racial makeup you know like how yeah. many how many latinos is it yeah. um i don't think they represent have... <laughs> <laughs> like were they like i mean obviously they had to do it at Folsom because they're trying to recreate the johnny cash thing right but how, i mean how did this come about like were they like um, yeah, it, did, it didn't say it, huh? In the in the the NPR thing, it may have said something about the manager approached them and offered yeah. or something like that. But yeah, I'm looking at this thing. So Folsom Prison has um, normally they've got a program called CalPIA, which is California Prison Industry Authority. It includes a program includes administration. This, so this is like what you like, kind of like what is it called, like uh, vocational training. Yeah, right? right, right. So they have a you you can learn administration, you can learn braille. They have a license plate factory. Nice. They have maintenance, metal fabrication, a printing plant and a sign shop. Oh yeah, like I heard like a lot of highway signs are made by prisoners. Shit. Yeah. It's free labor. Yeah. Well, they pay them like a dollar or something like that. <laughs> um they also have vocational program training, construction training. Anyway, uh, I think it's a good thing. I mean, obviously, you don't want to like be having like prisons and I mean uh, concerts in prisons all the time. Um, but that's, that's cool. Notable prisoners: uh, Sonny Barger, f- former leader of the Hell's Angels; Eldridge Cleaver. That's a cool name. You know who that is, right? No, I don't. He was the leader of the Black Panthers. Oh, right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, oh shit! Rick James. Nice. <laughs> Hell Rick, yeah. Rick James served time at Folsom. Suge Knight, yeah, Timothy Leary, Charles Manson, oh my God, Eric Menendez, wow, uh, 
Bobby Purify, the original singer of I'm Your Puppet. Yeah. And, uh, oh, shit, Danny Trejo served time. Nice. At Represent, Represent once again. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> jazz hand, jazz snaps. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, stuff. I think for what it's worth, I think both Johnny Cash and uh, Los Tigres were genuine in their sort of approach, and they weren't necessarily trying to be like, yeah, they weren't trying to like use it to their own benefit, yeah, seemingly. So, have you I ever started, been into a prison? No, I've been in like a little jail cell one time, but uh, <laughs> like not at, like not, at Six Flags or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, did I, I? I I went and took a tour of uh, San Quentin, dude. Nice, uh, which is. Um, fucking bananas dude it is a a a weird so san quentin is even bigger right so it's i'm looking it up right now so Folsom was 2000 people uh san quentin is designed to house 3000 people but there are 3700 people in there and um man i so we got a tour because a friend of mine was making a film and doing research about prisoners and prison uh, what are the guards yeah. And so she got, she actually got the hookup and got like a group of us in in there. And there was like seven of us who got a tour. Hmm. And um, number one, you're told um, you can only wear, if you're about to take a tour, you're only allowed to wear certain things. They're like, you have to wear these colors, don't wear blue, <laughs> you know, don't wear whatever. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be like setting off prisoners and shit. And then they take you around this thing. And there, this prison is so overcrowded that um, they have like, like a gym has just a bunch of bunk beds in it. Hmm. And we actually got walked through there. And the tour I was on had like, there was like, there was like seven or eight of us and four of them, like three or four were girls. Uh-huh. And man, I felt really uncomfortable. Not like they, I could tell like prisoners were looking at these girls. Of course. Yeah. You know? And, was um, it like a, um, silence of the lamb situation. Yeah, She's not like... like that. Just really creepy, man. You know, just yeah. like, just like thuggy looking dudes, but and most most of the ones who creeped me out the most were honestly like kind of like the the white dudes who looked like they were on meth or like something. The Charles Manson types. Uh, just, just like meth head looking dudes, man. Yeah. Um, but it it is creepy, man. You do not want to be in this place. And we actually got um, because in San Quentin is where they have the uh, the death chamber, or what do they call it, the execution chamber. Oh right, right. And we actually got to go check that out, dude. Damn. It was fucking creepy. It is, uh, I don't see how people can work at these places day in and day out. Yep. Don't go to prison, people. Stay <laughs> off the drugs. Stay off the, uh, yeah, there it is. Oh, my gosh. That was such a weird experience. It was cool. Um, another tangent there. But, yeah, that they got, Tigres uh, are getting a lot of uh, hype and kind of, uh, you know, Street cred. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. These these guys have been around for a long time. Definitely. We we saw them at Stanford. Uh, they actually played at Stanford. That's right. Yeah. Which is the complete opposite of playing at a fucking prison. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they do it a, all. That's what's up. Playing at a fucking country club sort of thing. Yeah. Stanford to Folsom to, Folsom. to the streets of San Jose and the yeah. Bay Area at large. How much do you think the Tigres are worth, dude? How much money? Like I have no idea. They, I wonder if they me, probably me, have a lot of side hustles too. We, the Los Tigres, the yeah. the Flash dudes. Yeah, they're local. Los Tigres del Norte is a Mexican Norteño band, band with a collective net worth of fifty million dollars. Holy shit! Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, they've been doing this for a long time. That is dope as fuck. Yeah. Wow. Um. So again, represent diversity nice. inclusion. <laughs> Do you think that Tigres are there? They go around saying that they're Latinx now. Hell no. <laughs> Next up, uh, we have. <laughs> that's how we can just segue from now on, so it's not like awkward ever. It's like, oh, we're. Anyways, we're so... moving on now. <laughs> Plans for four twenty. <420? laughs> yeah, four twenty tomorrow. I ain't doing shit. Um, have you been smoking regularly? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, not. Not not a lot, but just normal, just fucking. Not in the daytime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the four twenty is so funny. It's it's like a caricature of a holiday. It's not a real holiday. Yeah. Um, it is Earth Day, isn't it? Or is today Earth Day? I think it might be today, which is much more important. Are you doing anything for but, Earth Day? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm gonna pee outside. No, it's Sunday. I'm gonna I, pee I outside. I really have to pee right now. 
Um, so maybe I'll go celebrate Earth Day right now. What? Apple adds Earth Day donations to trade in and recycling program. I don't know what that means. Um, that's Sunday. Earth Day is Sunday, Sorry. by the way, uh, the 22nd. And tomorrow is 420. Yes. I'm not doing anything. Um, no, yeah, I don't. I think people, if you're over the age of 18 and you're still legitimately celebrating uh, 420, then you live a sad existence. All right. It's not that I fucking cool. Judge, man. It's just, yeah. I remember actually one. This is how whack uh, 420 is. I'll tell you what I did when I was like 17 or something. <laughs> went to, uh, we're from, right, Fort Worth, North Texas, and we went down to Austin for the Reggae Fest. Oh, yeah, man. 420. And we need a reggae beat. <laughs> I would, I, this is th no, I don't, I don't, I can't bring it up right now. But okay. basically, what Reggae Fest was was a bunch of bands with white dudes with dreads, mm. and it was all a bunch of Bob Marley covers. And the whole thing was, you know, see, Peter Tosh is fucking rules. The <laughs> the fucking uh, the bands that are at Reggae Fest of white dudes wearing dreads, not so much. You know, you just got super high. <laughs> and you pass out like at 8 p.m. And, that, and that's that's about like everybody's 4:20. But you had a great time, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean you're with friends and stuff. But I can't imagine doing that 10 years later. You know, at 28, being like, all right, man, let's just go smoke a bunch of weed and just like just smoke a bunch of weed in the middle of Austin with uh, these fucking white reggae dudes. <laughs> so just treat every day like it's 4:20. That's my point. <laughs> appreciate weed for all of its beauty and its power i i uh i saw i sent you guys this this uh image from a instagram post i said <laughs> <laughs> nice it said uh people be spending 200 dollars on perks and lean just to nod off full sleep is free <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly that was weird i feel like when i was in high school there was like a huge sort of wave of people doing prescription pills uh, for whatever reason, I was just never into it. Like I was around it so much. Cause you were do you were okay with weed? Yeah, I was like this weed and you know drinking is perfectly fine. Like why? Like and you would see the kids that were on. That was another thing that was really unattractive to me. So you would see the kids in class who were all fucked up on like Xanax or um, uh, Percocets or whatever the fuck. And you're like, damn, dude, you this is embarrassing. This is not cool at all. <laughs> do you do you know? You're not those, a rapper. Do those any guys. of those people like are they like successful now? Are they have normal lives or do they ruin their lives I like could, like TV says they will? Or? Well, they were they weren't necessarily people that I hung out with. Uh, they were just kind of like the kids who were like got party kids who fucked up got fucked up all the time and yeah, um, yeah. yeah I don't. I don't understand that shit. And yeah. it's only, I feel like it's only getting worse. Could we get a transition? Yeah. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're traveling tomorrow. You're you're getting out of town. So that's why we're recording this a little early. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and unfortunately, like, we're not as turnt and uh, stupid because we're not fucking faded right now. But uh, you're headed out of town, right? That's right. You're not taking Southwest, are you? No. Because uh, that shit was crazy. Fuck, yeah, That, that story yesterday or the day before. Yep. So that... I guess like uh, the engine blew up, yeah, and a piece of metal flew out. Yep, broke the broke a window, and a passenger got halfway sucked out. God damn! That sounds like a it entirely like, fucked up ass situation. Sounds like one of the worst ways you could fucking pass yeah. away. Imagine being on the plane and like, so presumably, I that what what you just said about the partially sucked out was kind of like the only thing that I was able to find, not that I was like looking for it, but like imagine being next to that person. And well, then... two people got up and pulled her back. Like people pulled her back in, Fuck. you know, and they try. And then a, another group of people literally gave her CPR for like 45 That's minutes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And they tried to keep her alive, but it was, it was, you know, obviously to no avail. Fuck. And then everyone else was fucking freaking out. A few people, you know what people started doing is like texting their, well, yeah, but the, the thing is like, Normally, people are like, I'm not paying like $8 for, you know, Wi-Fi. Yeah. Well, people started paying for it. Holy shit. People just started like logging on and sending their families messages. Oh, my God. Like people would, would like somebody he said that they uh, they texted their father. It was him and his wife on the plane. And the kids, they had two kids and they had left them with the grandparents. And they texted their the, the grandparents basically and were like, tell them that we love them and that Jesus will always be with them. So people were sending those like goodbye messages. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. 
because um, they they didn't know how bad the the landing was gonna be. Fuck. Uh, so people were freaking out, all this shit. Uh, but it turns out that the fucking pilot. Have you heard this? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It was some chick who used to be like a F eighteen like fighter pilot in the navy. Yeah. And she just like no big deal. She just scullied that shit and fucking landed it like a fucking glider. That's dope. Saved the day. Yeah. That is nuts. Yeah, yeah. What if you were like on that flight and like hella hungover or uh-huh. like and like just put in some earplugs and put in your hoodie? Yeah. And like just went to sleep. And then you woke up, you're like, ah, oh, shit, we landed. Yeah. And like, all that shit, like, if you didn't notice it, like. I, I do sleep super heavy. So right. That I could, that's what I'm saying. I was yeah. thinking, like, I yeah. bet Sammy or somebody could yeah. get on a flight and, and just like, pass out. Just and... pass the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. And then you wake up and they're like, oh, what happened? Fuck. And they're like, oh, we almost died, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody's freaking out. Shit. And you're like, the one asshole who just, like, oh, cool, man. Well, I guess we made it. Like, no, <laughs> just been listening to Damn on my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's like trying to wake you up. You're like, damn, let me sleep. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucked, man. Yeah, that is really tight about the 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 pilot, though. Yeah, apparently she was told like, you know, you'll never be a pilot. You're a woman. Like, uh-huh. um, apparently, like, airplanes have like vaginas that you're supposed to stick your penis into to fly them or something. Yeah. Like, a woman can't fly. Her. I don't understand that. Like, why why would anybody think a woman can't fly an airplane? Yeah, there's fucking patriarchy. Basic patriarchy that must be fucking uh destroyed um yeah i mean the what's i've always thought that with pilots um unless one is like a sociopath you know then they value their life you know that's kind of step one it's like as long as that person values their own life then you should be good there was somebody who did that a few years ago oh that's right that's right like yeah in, uh, fucking Europe oh yeah that, yeah yeah and then that's good to evaluate pilots or people that yeah. operate shit like that and yeah. make sure they're fucking all there they're not and all they, like... they should all be more this is the standard <laughs> is uh this, this is woman. how cops should be treated exactly too. yeah yes. cops should have the same set of training and yeah. like you should be fired as like there's no excuse if you're like a drunk you, sh- you, you can't be a pilot yeah doesn't yep. work yep does not work and same with cops. Cops, yeah. Yeah, I've always thought. Same th- even, even with, sorry to interrupt you, no. but I, when I see a fat cop, I'm like, what is that? Yeah. What is that about? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if they're on the beat, you know, if you're like really overweight, you should be, you should have a desk job as a police, at the yeah, police department. You should sure. not be driving around and have any sort of responsibility for chasing people. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Right. Um, I guess there's not enough fit people. Like, yeah. Or they just don't give a fuck, or it's it's not a requirement because they cops have to go through like basic training, right? Yeah, but I mean, after like five years, like yeah, they just all become it's chief like, Wiggum. It's like, it's like when when I got married, I'm just like a fucking garbage now. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's what happens with cops. You just let yourselves go. Fucking a. Maybe that should be a requirement for getting married. Yeah, you have to stay fit. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Would you would you still get married if that was a requirement though? Yeah, I think it would you know push me Force to actually you. want to uh, get in shape. Like fuck. Whereas now, me if I don't fucking get off and yeah, get on the treadmill right now. Son of a bitch. Anyway, that's I, we should end on like a like a positive note. You got one. Uh, rest in peace, Barbara Bush. <laughs> that's not positive. I don't, that was a. Fuck, that, that wasn't even a joke. I don't. A joke. It, yeah, it's just it's not funny, man. She was a good woman. She was a she was a, a matriarch of a family. She was the queen. She was the, the monarch. She kind of does look like Queen Elizabeth. Not thing about it, but I think all old white ladies kind of look the same. Maybe you put it that way. Sure. <laughs> if you put it that way, okay. About the same age. Um, um, she all right, all right, move on. I'm sorry. She outlived George. Next topic. That's true. Uh, Amazon warehouse staff pees into bottles. That's what I'm about to do. <laughs> Shit, I'm about. I'm looking for a bottle right here. I'm about to piss in. Jesus Shit. fucking Christ! Did you hear? About, I forgot to add that to the thing, but. That well, shit is fucking crazy. Amazon is basically becoming, it's like Walmart, yep. right? So people are underpaid, they're overworked. And they have to meet certain quotas. And they have to meet quotas. It's bananas. Because like, I heard that even like everyone who works at Whole Foods hates it now. Yeah. Because you have like, you have to go around and check the inventory. It's like much tighter. Yep. So they'll make more money, but it's it's no fun anymore. Mr. Amazon, Bezos. Amazon's taking the fun out of everything. Yeah. I was talking to but somebody. But it's convenient as hell, right? Yeah, I was actually talking to someone. Uh, we, I had a visitor this week. I didn't tell you, but uh, somebody from Australia 
visited this week. Uh, I'm not going to divulge details. But anyway, uh, somehow I brought up. <laughs> he's from the, the church. What's it called? Hilltop. He's from Hillsong. Hillsong. <laughs> he came into my house like dubstepping. <laughs> I was like, tight. Actually, that's how I learned about it. Oh, shit. I had heard of it before, but he, I didn't realize it was from Australia. Right. Uh, so anyhow. I said something about Amazon, and he was like, "What's like, what's what is that? You know, <laughs> they don't have Amazon in Australia." Holy shit! And I was like, "Wait, so you can't just go online and order something and have it like tomorrow?" He's just like, "No." Nah. I was like, "What the fuck, <laughs> you fucking heathens!" <laughs> but he said they're building a warehouse over there, and it's gonna get started soon. I'm like, shit. "Dude, you don't know what's coming. Your life is about to fucking change." <laughs> like, I hopefully mean, you don't know anybody that works in the warehouses, but yeah, your but, life is gonna be dope. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you never have to work for these fucking bastards. Yeah. Um yeah, it's crazy. You just gotta keep those costs down, right? For the people like on the front lines. You can't like pay them they get benefits, right? At least. Some of them do. Some of them, yeah. Some of them. There's a lot of seasonal workers because obviously there's a lot more work around the holidays. Turn around. No, 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 because like around Christmas, there's so many more packages. Oh, right, right, right. So they have a ton of seasonal workers. Fuck. Um, And like a lot of retirees, they go do the seasonal work. Right. So they'll go to like these Tennessee or wherever the big warehouses are, and they work there for like three or four months and just make like some cash. Fuck. And then take off for the summer. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's cool, man. Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world, so good for him. (laughs) What is his net worth? Holy shit. It's like 20? 20 bills? Dude. More, hundred and twenty billion. God damn, that was so off. That's why he's the fucking richest man. Cause like, uh, Bill Gates is ninety one. God damn. Mark Zuckerberg sixty six. Gotta love America. This is very proud. Fucking bananas. See how can you not like someone like Kendrick? You know, compared to these guys. What is Kendrick's net worth? (laughs) (laughs) It's not in the billions, but I. Yeah, no, 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 18 million. How, how many Google searches are people just being like uh, annoyed with their own jobs and be like, how much money just so? Yeah, yeah, happens all the time. I do it all the time. Yeah. We're just cur- out of curiosity. Who, who do you guys look up to see who's the, the richest? Yeah. Uh, be like, um, it was like filmmaker. Have you been? Oh, did you see that? Uh, this is so off topic. We should stop it soon. We're rambling. But yeah, the Popovich's wife. I only uh, saw it. Rest in peace, man. That's I only nice. saw that because, um, like, on Twitter, like every single NBA team was um, was kind of tweeting about it. Yeah. And I, I know I've said this a lot, but I don't really follow sports. So I'm not really into organized sports, man. <laughs> but uh, do you know you, there are certain uh, people and characters from from sports that stand out? And obviously, Greg Popovich seems like a really at the very least, intelligent guy who has seemingly... He's the cool. most woke white man in America, basically. Yeah. And he calls out Donald Trump for his shit, which yep. is awesome and not very common with fucking people that are in the NFL or NBA. Uh, or I hope Pop coaches. gets into politics. Yeah, right? That would be dope. Yeah. Uh, man, that guy, he could win. He could win in Texas. For sure. Yeah, guy. true. Fuck Beto. Yeah. Although Beto's getting close, he's yeah. inching in on uh, on uh, Mr. Cruz. Mr. Cruz, I heard the last one. The Beto is like at forty four percent. Nice. And Cruz is at forty seven percent. So that should be interesting. But I don't think he's gonna win. End of the day. Yeah. Because even our own people will not will still vote for Ted Cruz. Yep. Garbage. And by own people, we're talking to you, Cubans, <laughs> Cuban Americans. <laughs> Step your game up. No, What's Ted's real name? Rafael. Yeah, Rafael Cruz. Um, shout out to people who called out Donald Trump on his shit from the beginning. People like Popovich, yeah. like YG. I've always, I was like, all, I was like on the fence about YG. I was like, eh, this is pretty tight. Like back when, but then as soon as uh, I remember the when this fucker descended the golden elevators at Trump Tower and made his infamous quotes about Mexicans being rapists or whatever, like YG more or less put out a song right after. The Trump song? Yeah, the fuck Donald Trump. Oh, right, 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 so, right, right. YG shout out to YG. He knows what's up. And he put like some like uh, on one of the versions, we put like, forget that Chicano rapper's name, but he fucks with us. So thank you, YG. Uh, yeah. We fuck with you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Popovich. 19 million Beto. views. We'll play this song uh, as a memorial. As a memorial, yeah. To Greg Popovich's wife. Yes. Rest in peace. Um, that's about it for this week. We have what? What do we have coming up? 
Um, oh, we're gonna have uh, next week. Uh, well, I'm gonna say the. I'm not gonna say the guest name. Oh, yeah, we have a special guest. We have a special guest coming. Y'all should next definitely week. listen. Yes. If you if you're still listening to this, I commend you. Yeah. And you should definitely listen to the next episode. Jesus. Coming Christ, out next I'm week. Ruining this. Sorry. You're good. Uh, so yeah, yes, special motherfucking guest, a huge celebrity in our community. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Huge. Huge. I'm talking George Lopez level. I'm talking Michael Pena level. I'm talking... Uh, Jerry Garcia goes? level. Jerry Garcia. <laughs> a little bit better than that. Slightly. Son of a bitch, dude. Jerry Garcia is going to be huge. Yep. I got his bobblehead right here. That's yep. Actually, Jerry's fucking great. I love his fucking comedy. Yeah. He cracks me up. Uh, but yeah, special guest coming next week. Thank you very much to our sponsor, Fuchila Fresheners, once again, for representing. Uh, it, if you're interested in buying some Fuchi Life Fresheners, which you should be, go to FuchiLifeFresheners.com, enter promo code DESMADRE18, and you will get 25% off orders of $10 or more. Check it out. Check it out. When you're Fuchila, when you're Wakala, in your Axila, in your Maxima, get some Fuchila, 25% off, $10 or more. DESMADRE18. Yep. And yeah, another thing, this was the Smothered Podcast 52, so we have done this for effectively one year. Nice. Congratulations, Sammy. We should have aborted. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave you with that. Thank you guys for listening. Please remember to subscribe on this Madre, uh Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, and Instagram. And uh, if you really like what we're doing, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash desmadre. We are going to be changing some things up on our social media in the next few weeks. So be on the motherfucking lookout for that. We appreciate the support. And remember to follow Fuchila Fresheners at Instagram as well. See y'all next week. Peace. Freshners bringing that get fresh feeling of awesome.